Welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show, brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show, brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network and the Keystone Sports app. If you don't already have the app, it's time to go download it. I'm Jim Galante. I'm sitting in for Andrew P. Shea this week. And I get to work with Bobby Flo and Mr. Ross Tucker. How you doing, guys? I'm doing great. I, I love it. The guy, that, the boss man who very yeah. people very, very rarely hear his voice is yeah. now the host. Yeah. He's, I don't think he minded it when A. Shea was out this week. I think he was kind of like... Someone, right. I'm going to text Andrew Shea the name Wally Pip uh, right now. Actually, actually Plus, you I, could cut expenses too, Jim. Actually, what I did was I told Andy we're not recording this uh, week. Nice. Was, was that wrong? Nice. Was that wrong on my part? You're going to get a whole lot of emails to ask Ross saying, my question is, why is Andy Shea ever on the show? Why isn't it just Jim Galanti <laughs> hosting every week? Yeah. I like that, sucking up to the boss. There you good, go. Good job, there you Ross. Go. Very good. You could take a lesson from that, Bob. I could. I'm already right. taking mental notes. <laughs> All right. Before we go too far along that, sucking up to the boss, let's. Uh, it's a great week to sit in because we got the combine this week and so much to talk about. So in quarter number one, when we talk about the news, the news is going to be the combine. Yeah. Quarter number two, another great segment that I love. And we go back to Ross's countdown from the 2018 class, right? That's always great. The famous Ask Ross segment, quarter number three, which is brought to you by the 409 Tailgate Club. Um, also, some news. They're not bringing lunch for us today. I know. That's all right. I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on the way. I'm good. <laughs> and finally, in quarter number four, we're going to go back and talk a little more about the Combine and what effects it had on the Penn State program, recruiting, and all of that. So you're going to get a lot of uh, Combine talk today. So let's get right to it. Where else do we start but with Saquon Barkley? And, and Bob, actually, I want to start with you mm-hmm. on this one. You've been talking about this combine for about a year in anticipation of Barkley, yeah. haven't you? Yeah, yeah. And to a little uh, lesser extent, Mike Jasicki. But it's, I, I just feel like Barkley, with all he did for three years, he was going to really – I just I think he's such a unique physical talent that as long as he you know um, was healthy and he wasn't under the weather, he was going to be the best tester out there. And it really did seem to come out that way. A four four forty, twenty nine reps uh, on the bench, a forty one inch vertical. But Ross, I got the impression those of us who've been close to the Penn State program were like, "Well, this is what we expected." In fact, we were a little disappointed we didn't see four three something on the forty. But the rest of the country said, "Oh my goodness, this guy's pretty good." Yeah, it is kind of funny because. Um Specifically for Barkley and Gasicki, this is kind of what I thought. I mean, I don't know that I thought uh, Gasicki would would jump quite that high. high. Four five. Yeah, well, and and to run and to jump that high at his weight, but Saquon Barkley, this is pretty much exactly what I thought he would do. I, 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 there. It's so funny you say that, Jim, because there was a small Mm. part of me that was a little disappointed that his forty wasn't four three something. I mean, think about. Well, and that's partially because we heard for how many years at Penn State that it was 4-3 something. So, um, you know, it's all about expectations in life. If you go into a movie and you think it's going to be great and it's average, 
you think it stunk. If you go into a movie yeah. you think it's going to be terrible and it's average, you think it was great. Mm-hmm. So we had the expectations really high for Barkley. He killed. I've seen some people that do weight-adjusted metrics, like including the fact that he did everything he did at 233 pounds for a running back. I've seen some people suggest it's the best all-around workout for a guy ever, and certainly for a running back. <clears throat> it's extremely impressive, but – Kind of like you said, Jim, I, I think it's kind of what we all expected. Twenty I don't know if I thought he'd get twenty nine bench press reps. That's a yeah. lot. But he is a physical phenom, the likes of which I don't think Pente's yeah. ever seen before and, and might not ever see again. Yeah, and Charlie Casserly, the former GM of the Redskins, is is a fanatic about forty times and he's right there. He hand, he had he had Barkley at four two eight that first time he ran, and he said, I go by my time. So I mean, I, I think I think it's, it was a 4-4, but in the minds of some other people, it might have actually been a little bit better. Uh, since it was on radio, people didn't see it. As you said, 4-2-8, my, yeah. my eyes got big. That's phenomenal. I would go, if I were Saquon, I'd go with Charlie's time, too. <laughs> yes. 4 2 eight. Charlie will four, be adamant one. about it moving well, forward, too. But, uh, Ross, I tell you what, you've, here we have this just amazing player, amazing athlete. There was no way in the world this guy wouldn't be the number one pick, right? Well, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of people suggesting that right now that he's uh, can't miss. I've seen perfect prospect. You know, I saw Sean Payton told Peter King he's the best running back in 25 years. I saw someone said he he's, he had a perfect grade. I would just say right now, I've watched every snap he's played. I don't think he's a perfect player. I, I think at times he looks to bounce too much. He doesn't hit it up in there as much as he did. But he's an unbelievable <laughs> prospect. You know, I think he's worthy of the number one overall pick. I really do. I think that if you're Cleveland, you have to get a quarterback. And that position is so much more important than any other in the sport of football that you can't risk taking Barkley at one and hoping the quarterback you like is there at four. And I know there's Rosen and Darnold and Mayfield and Allen, but they'll know which one they like the most. Okay, even if they have close grades on those guys, the Browns will know which one they like the most. You can't take the chance that at two and three, your guy goes, and then you're left with your second fiddle quarterback. That will haunt you forever. I think that the Browns need to take a quarterback, number one, if they feel strongly about one at number one. And then I wouldn't be surprised, based on everything we're hearing now and based on some of the things that have happened recently, like with the Giants trade, I wouldn't be surprised if the New York Giants took Saquon Barkley at number two. You agree with that, Bob? I do. The one thing that I've heard, and we'll have, when free agency opens up, I've heard they're interested in A.J. McCarron. Now, I'm not trying to say that A.J. McCarron is in the class of any of these quarterbacks coming out, but if, if you see Cleveland sign A.J. McCarron, and they already have the Notre Dame kid there that I guess the jury is, he's so young, Kaiser, I think that would be a sign that maybe it would be possible. But I agree with Ross. they got to get a quarterback. It's just, this is ridiculous. Um, I just don't know. I think either way, they could end up regretting it because if you pass on Barkley and he turns into be the, the, the running back version of Carson Wentz, you've almost made it worse for the program. Well, I guess I just look at it. If the four quarterbacks are so close and it doesn't seem as if any one of them has set himself apart from the others, I'm not sure I wouldn't mind having Barkley and the second-best quarterback than have the top quarterback and – Something else. Maybe the third best quarterback. Last Quarterbacks could go at two and three. Last running back to go number one was Kajana. 
and we remember how well that went, yeah, right? Well, yeah, that's too bad. <laughs> uh, injury. Anyway, you're listening to the Keystone Kickoff Show. It's brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network and the Keystone Sports app. So far, we've got through one player, which was our buddy Saquon. Let's move on. Mike Gazicki, we referenced him a little bit. Six foot five, 247 pounds, and a 45440. That's pretty good, isn't it? He's a phenomenal athlete. Uh, I think people. This is another one that didn't surprise us that much because you knew he was pretty mm-hmm. stellar. I, I I knew he would do well. I didn't know if I thought he'd get a four five four. I didn't know if I thought he'd get forty one and a half inch vertical at two hundred fifty pounds, which is pretty incredible. He's an awesome athlete. I would just say to you, unlike Saquon Barkley, I don't think Gesicki often plays to those numbers. I think the leaping ability you see. I don't know that when you watch him, and part of it's because yeah. he takes long strides. Exactly right. I, I yeah. don't know that you see those type of explosive elements. You know, he doesn't get that much separation, and there aren't that many like catch and run for fifty yards like you would think of a guy that runs a four five four forty. Yeah, I, I just and I, I thought Greg Olson was talking about him um, after he had run and watching him because Greg did some similar things. Greg Olson. When he was at the combine, he was actually a little bit faster, but <clears throat> the vertical was very similar. And Greg just said, "Look, he can't play for every team, but he can play for the right coach that puts him in the right situation." And he ex- he kind of expects that not everyone will be in on Mike Desicki, but the team that is able to utilize him um, can really help themselves. Well, also just to mention, he did twenty-two reps on with the bench press, which is one less than the top tight end. Yeah. Uh, at least according to the statistics I saw. But that just led me to the question. They don't test uh, blocking at the combine, <laughs> right, Ross? No, no, they don't. And that's obviously not a strength of his. And I don't, you know, at this point, he played enough at Penn State. Yeah. I don't think it ever will be. I think you just go into it knowing that. Yeah. In an interview, how does that conversation go? G Mike, blocking, what's your thoughts I on bet that? You, I, I, honestly, I bet you he got some pretty pointed um questions and comments really? about that because if you've ever seen him up close he physically looks great mm-hmm. like he looks like he should be a good blocker so i've i've heard certain guys are asked you know why they play like a you know what and i wouldn't <laughs> be surprised if mike jasicki would have been that as well although you're not supposed to say some of the things that these guys say but that's a whole other topic for another considering day. <laughs> some of the questions that are being asked of these guys at the combine I'm sure somebody unloaded somebody unloaded on Mike about that I, I I would think so uh let's go now to probably the biggest surprise Troy Apke who first of all I wasn't even sure why he got invited to the combine a four three four forty yeah and also, forty-one inch vertical leap, same as Barclays. How surprised, uh, Bob? You're near the team all the time. How surprised? Just real are you? quick, I, great. I, he has d- done nothing but help himself. Uh, considering he did well in one of those games, he was the MVP. That's probably one of the reasons why he got invited. I'll just say this: in, in my opinion, my question is, I never really saw that speed and that athleticism in games a lot. You know, for a safety, I didn't see him make. He made some plays, but. Um, with numbers like that, I just wonder, you know, it wasn't until his last year that he got on the field, and when he was on the field, it wasn't like he made a lot of splash plays. And I'm a little curious. But I think that you have to go back and really look at the tape to see if everything kind of jibes. Yeah, I'm surprised by this, but I, I thought he'd be a 4-4. 
The guy was a track champion in the Whippeal in high school. Those guys have such an advantage just on the start, just getting out of their stance. The problem is when you're playing safety, you're not in a sprinter stance. And really all that matters is how quickly out of your back pedal you adjust and then accelerate. He does not play like a 4-3 guy, but he will get more looks as a result, and deservingly so. Mm -hmm. He looks to me like a guy that's very valuable as a special teamer that's a, a backup safety that can probably play either spot and becomes a core special teamer with that speed and tackling ability. Obviously, he really helped himself. Um, they all did. It was the Penn State show, and I know we'll talk even more about it in quarter number four. It definitely was the Penn State show uh, at the Combine, which was really great. And like you said, Russ, we'll talk about that more later. That concludes quarter number one of our show. Stay tuned for Tucker's Tape. In quarter number two, we're going to continue the 2018 recruiting countdown. Hi, this is Scott Shirley, Executive Director of Uplifting Athletes. I'd like to personally invite you to join us for a very special event. Coach James Franklin will be coming to Stocks Manor in Mechanicsburg on Thursday evening, March 15th. Come hear Coach Franklin speak about building a winning team and learn more about the work that Uplifting Athletes is doing for the rare disease community. There will be appetizers, drinks, and photo opportunities. Please go to upliftingathletes.org where you can register for tickets. We hope to see you there. 160,000 miles. That's on average how often you'll use your car insurance. But what if you could get help with more, more often? Maybe save a couple of bucks on clothes or at restaurants. What if you could even get rescued roadside when a tire goes flat or your battery dies? You can, when you're a member and your auto insurance is AAA. Insurance that's not just insurance. Talk to your local AAA agent or visit AAA.com to learn more about how AAA works at every mile. The harsh rain and wind ahead will be very tough on your roof. Prepare for the season by showing your roof you give a shingle and call Long Roofing. That's Long, L-O-N-G, the name that's been trusted by families across the Mid-Atlantic region for more than 70 years. Right now, you will get free gutters with your roof replacement from our friends at Long Roofing. Give them a call today for a free estimate on your roof at 844-405-LONG. That's 844-405-L-O-N-G. 